I'm not the kind of guy who enjoys scary movies. I don't understand why you would go and pay money just to be scared by something. Like haunted houses during Halloween, I stay far away from those. I'm just not a guy who enjoys that kind of stuff. Um, I, don't, I don't enjoy being afraid. That's not something that, that brings me joy. That's something that I don't really understand. And I think that's it's not an uncommon human desire. We don't naturally like to be afraid. And I think that's true both for kids when you're afraid of the dark, afraid of the monster under the bed, afraid of heights or whatever it is. But even as, as we grow up into adults, this fear, although it changes, I think our, our dislike of being afraid is something that generally doesn't go away. And fear is a prominent theme in the readings that we hear today, but particularly the first reading in the gospel. We hear Jeremiah's situation, his whole, his whole time as a prophet was him proclaiming a, a difficult messages to the people of Israel and him really being persecuted his entire life. And so we hear a particular situation of him that engenders fear within his heart. We hear Jesus speaking about fear no one, do not be afraid, encouraging us to move away from this feeling of fear. Our tendency, I think, when faced with fear a lot of times, is honestly to kind of downplay it or ignore it. I want to get rid of it because we oftentimes see fear as a sign of weakness. If I were really strong, if I were really brave, if I were really courageous, I wouldn't be afraid of anything. And so I see fear as a sign that something that needs to be gotten rid of. If I see myself as afraid of something, then I'm weak. I'm not brave enough. I'm not strong enough. It's seen as something that, that is, uh, it infringes upon who I am as a person. But I think in actuality, fear and our honesty with our fear is something that's incredibly important in our continual growth in the spiritual life. I think you can say that there's two fundamental questions that that are continually being answered as we focus on our interior life and our relationship with the Lord. Two questions are, number one, what do I want? And number two, what am I afraid of? I think everything can be traced back to those two questions. What do I want and what am I afraid of? The question of my desire and the question of my fear. And our growth spiritually, I think a lot of times generally means growing in depth and growing in honesty with how I answer those two questions. What I really want, when it really comes down to it, beyond the surface level desires, what do I really want? And what am I really afraid of beyond the superficial natural things? What do I really want and what am I really afraid of? And as we know, like I said before, fear is not something that's just limited to children. Adults are afraid of all kinds of things. The fears that we have just change as we grow up and as our situations of life change. It's no longer afraid of monsters in the dark, but fears are very present. Fear of failure, a fear of rejection, fear of being forgotten by somebody, a fear of not being good enough, fear of losing someone or fear of losing something. All those fears are things that we experience, I think, at various points in our life. And those fears are very real. And those fears can grip us in the depths of our hearts. And I think our temptation when we're faced with those fears and situations that bring those fears to the surface, the temptation is to ignore them, to suppress them, to pretend that they're not there. Because that's, that's a sign of weakness. I can't acknowledge that, so I'm going to kind of move beyond that, try to distract myself. But in reality, what that does, it just lets it fester. It lets it grow, and it's something that continually gnaws and eats at our hearts. And although I might be able to temporarily distract myself, the time's going to come when it, it comes back in, and it gnaws at me. 
And I think keeping fear in the dark, when we try to do that, what it does is it really gives it a power over us. Which is why Jesus says what he says in the gospel today. He says, what you hear in the darkness, bring it into the light. Acknowledge it. Bring it out into the open. Because Jesus knows that when we're honest, when we acknowledge these fears before God, when we acknowledge these fears before a trusted friend or guide, when we speak it, when we bring it out into the open, we're, that, what that does is that makes us able to hear the truth and to experience a real healing. Bringing fears into the light robs it of a certain power that it can have over us. And none of us wants to be afraid, nor does Jesus want us to be afraid. That's why he says, fear no one, do not be afraid. But the way to fearing no one is not to try to eradicate fear from my life, because that is not going to work, and in fact it only makes it worse. Rather, the remedy to fear is honesty, especially before the Lord, who is the only one who can speak to the deepest depths of our hearts. When I'm able to bring to God, God, I'm afraid that I'm not good enough. God, I'm afraid that I'm going to be forgotten. God, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose this. I'm afraid that you're going to abandon me. I'm afraid, oh, whatever the fear is, God, this is what's going on in my heart, and I need you to remind me the truth. Like Jesus says in the gospel today, I need you to remind me that you have me. I need you to help me to know that every single hair on my head is counted and known by you. That you know every aspect of my life. That I am worth so much more to you than I could ever know. And you will never let me be without. Jeremiah in the first reading shows us what that can look like. Because what we hear, if you notice, it's Jeremiah speaking. And really he's telling God, God, all the people around me are saying denounce. Let us denounce them. All these people are coming after me. He's acknowledging his fear before God. And as he, as he speaks to the Lord, he's able to hear and receive and acknowledge the truth. But I know that you're with me. But I know that you're a mighty champion and I, they, they will not triumph. And so in confidence, I entrust myself to you. And in fact, I can even praise you as all these things are coming at me. God gives them a confidence in the midst of the fear. Whenever we're honest with God like that, two things happen, whether it's about my fear or about my desire. When I bring that to Him, number one, I see Him as He truly is, as my Father who's got me, not as this distant guy. And I see myself as He sees me, not as someone who's worthless, but as someone who is treasured by the Lord. And that doesn't take the fear away, but it does put it into context. My fear doesn't have to be something that overwhelms me, but rather it's something that I know that God can and will provide for. And that trust is something that grows over time. As I continually acknowledge my fears and I acknowledge my desires to God, my trust in Him grows. That's all that prayer is. Being honest with my desires and being honest with my fears before God and letting Him speak the truth to me. So as we come to Mass today, and as you pray this week, I invite you to place focus there. What are the things that I really want? And, like the readings today, what are the things that I'm really afraid of? And let God remind you of the truth of how He sees you, how He holds every single hair on your head, and what He's going to do about those fears. Amen.